0: Hey dancers, welcome to the show. I'm Julie, and I'm your host today on this episode of Broche Banter. I both own and teach at Broche Ballet, a ballet school just for adults in Denver, Colorado, and virtually online. Join us as we explore all things adult ballet. Today on the show, we have Noah Beth, a consultant, former powerlifter and rugby player turned ballet dancer. She started ballet for the first time ever just a few months ago. In this episode, we talk about the physicality of ballet, Powering through setbacks and the Japanese language. Enjoy. Well, I know a lot about you from class, like that you did, you know, powerlifting and all kinds of things. Um, mm-hmm. Why? Why did you? Why did you want to start? Why did you want to start ballet? It's so different from powerlifting in many ways, but similar in others. What? What got you
1: into it? Um, I wanted to do something that was disciplined, difficult um becomes more difficult as you get more advanced um didn't need any prior experience that was not a team sport and um yeah physically and emotionally or mentally demanding and uh sorry and uh but not like where i was going to get tackled by some 220 pound, you know, person running full steam ahead, like football and rugby. So there's like three things that
0: fit that description. Maybe karate is involved in that description. Mm -hmm. Ballet. What else? There's not many other things that are like uh, super intense. Skiing. Skiing. Yeah. There you go. You do go skiing a lot. Well, now that everything's shut down, not so much, but yeah, I'm a,
1: I'm, a, I'm a skier. I'm a skier. I'm a done martial arts for years, powerlifting for years, rugby, football, and now my retirement sport is ballet. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> retiring young. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm probably older than you think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're young. Yeah, I know I look like a bar mitzvah boy, but I'm probably <laughs> older than you think.
0: Age is a mindset.
1: (laughs) Right. Knees and backs are not a mindset. That's right. Shoulders are real. (laughs) They're like, I know you think you're 32, but we're 80.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's the struggle is real there. The the second day recovery gets harder and harder. Third day. Oof.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so like all of this stuff, it gets harder as you get better, right? So Mm -hmm. what keeps you coming back? Why why does that
1: not push you away? Because I like that. I don't want something to be easy. If it were easy, it would be softball, and then anyone could do it. (laughs) Softball seems hard. I mean, yeah, 70-mile-an-hour fast-pitch softball is hard. Okay. If you're playing softball for the SEC or the Pac-12, it's hard. But if you're just, you know, playing rec league softball... Right, got it. Yeah, it's like dodgeball, you know, like... The it's the, it's the gateway sport for yeah. for female jocks like myself.
0: Well, ballet is a great gateway sport. It's a gateway to itself, it's a gateway to more hard More
1: thing. ballet, yeah. Right. To, you start out and then your turnout just gets better and your, and your spine gets longer. Yes, you get taller, it's great. I felt myself get like three inches taller in Chrissy's class this morning. Oh, good. She was like, "Okay, we're gonna do susu to nu and I just like I pulled my shoulders down, pulled my neck up, put my ret- ribs in, and pulled my stomach in. It was like I f- like I felt like my eyes were like this much higher at one point. It was great. That's amazing. That's ideal. That's that's the fun part. I mean, when when all of it is harder
0: and harder, I think you get these moments where it feels like you're sort of weightless. The feeling is kind of cool. Right.
1: Which is you know being weightless for me is uh, quite an accomplishment because. On Earth, I weigh quite a lot. The moon would be a different story. And gravity never gets tired.
0: Gravity is relentless.
1: Relentless, like the sun, yeah.
0: It's always pulling, always heavy. Right. I'm like, just give me a break.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, oh, care of the dogs. Hi, babies. They're still awake. Hi, Nina. Her ears just perked up. That was my name. Um, so aside from just like almost dying in every single class, what are your goals with, with ballet?
1: Um, I really want to, uh, I want to have, I want to have good form and execution, of course. I want to increase my flexibility, but most importantly, I like, I want to like jumps and turns like that's, that's going to be my jam. Jumps
0: and turns. You want to, you want to fly across the floor?
1: I want to, like, suspend in the air and, like, you know, like some, you know, grand tour and just be like, oh, look, I'm floating here for, like, this endless amount of time, and then I just land, like, oh, that was easy. Like
0: gravity didn't <laughs> apply.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I just, like, mm, turned it off for a second, turned it back, like, control, alt, delete on the gravity, and then we were good.
0: Um, We actually have a name for that in ballet. It's called ballon, which is French for balloon. So you basically have a balloon for a moment in time.
1: Yeah. Ballon.
0: Yeah. So like if you want to compliment dancers, just be like, you've got great lines and your ballon is fabulous.
1: Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. I know. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I think you told us that before. The lines. Yeah. we talked. The lines and the ballon for for dancers and lines for ballerinas. That's right. Plus, I also love, I'm like, I'm a linguist. I speak um, I speak Japanese and Swedish and Spanish, and um, I've never taken French, but I'm obviously getting a snoot full of, uh, like, tons of French vocabulary. I mean, like, I couldn't string a sentence together, but because I've studied romance languages, like, if you say a word like ballon, I know that that means, like, floating, you know, because balloon or... You know balance and these are all the same latin roots
0: balance cool love that that's in there as well i never
1: thought about that connection yeah like tendu tendon plie pliers pliers yeah i mean english is considered a germanic language but there are many um anything that's like technical or physical always comes from a latin or a greek root. so fascinating and then other stuff comes from german and old english how did you
0: get into, um, th- that's a very random collection of languages, Japanese, Swedish are like ones you don't hear people learning very often. How did you do that? What, how did that come about?
1: Well, my gateway language was Spanish because that's what I started in like whatever seventh or eighth grade. And then when I was uh, in high school, I moved to i was living in the dc area we moved to connecticut and um there was this announcement that oh there's going to be this magnet school down in norwalk which is about a half an hour away and it was going to be um like an immersion program to learn japanese this was in the early 90s when japan was like on fire like they're buying up everything it was hot you know everything was japanese right now it's like it's like that with Korea and South Korea and China, but it's like in the nineties and the eighties and nineties, it was all about Japan. And um, and I was like, yeah, get me out of this high school in the woods and take me down to a high school that was more like uh, the high school I'd come from, that was down in Norwalk in a city, it was more diverse, all different kinds of people. Going to like Martha Stewart High School was just not my jam. Like it was, yeah. So anyway, so. I studied Japanese and Spanish I continued Spanish all through high school and then I studied Japanese for two years and I had an opportunity to go um to study abroad tours um, my sophomore and junior years of high school in Japan I lived with a family and then fast forward um my brother married a Swedish lady um and I was like oh cool here's I got nothing to do. Let me learn another language. So I bought like Rosetta Stone and I, you know, learned some conversational Swedish. So yeah, it's kind of random. That is very random. Do you still speak Japanese? Do you remember it? You know, my last client uh, was a, is a subsidiary of Toyota. So when I was going back and forth to Kentucky, I was like super pumped about it because I would get to use my Japanese because they've got a lot of Japanese implants at the company. So I would, come and say the niceties, oh, good morning, you know, how are you, oh, it's a nice day, isn't it, just like regular things and then I would, you know, say stuff like, oh, welcome to the meeting and after the meeting, I'd be like, thank you for all of the hard work and, you know, these expected expressions and like the whole bowing and bowing and bowing and bowing and like, you know, I've got, I've got that down because I did that, that was like my life for two years and so they were like, which is very typical Japanese, eh? you know, like why do you know Japanese and I'm like I don't know I just do Japanese because <laughs> I studied it for two years yeah so I don't know I come back on Monday I'm like how was your weekend and they're like wait what what oh uh oh it was good you know like all in Japanese and bowing and bowing and bowing and bowing back and bowing. Back and bowing
0: back and so. <laughs> that's funny uh, that's yeah I do enjoy I've noticed The people who I meet in the studio, so many have interest in language, whether it's programming language, whether it's like super good with Excel spreadsheets, whether it's like you with many different languages and also the spreadsheets, Um, there's so many different, like the technical aspect of it is, Mm -hmm. the people who enjoy this detailed technical stuff seem to enjoy ballet for that same
1: reason, because it's super detailed and technical. Yeah, but you and I have spoken about it. It's it's so much like powerlifting and it's like the complete opposite of powerlifting, but it's, there's so many, like, you have to think about 40,000 things at the same time and then execute them all at the same time. And then you can improve by moving this knee out and pulling this in and pulling your rib in and straightening your spine. Like, you know, it's like, there's so many little, like, dials you can improve with. Um, But, you know, it's just the opposite side of the coin where it's, you know, lengthening and strengthening and, you know, powerlifting is twitch, bulky twitch fiber that can, you know, fire and gets real big and bulky. And yeah, it's just, but you're using the same kind of technique. Everything has to be in the right place. And then once you get the technique, you fire and then you're squatting 800 pounds or you're doing a triple pirouette and like, you know, and that's the, like you have to build up to it. And once you have the technique, then you can, once you know how to do it, you can just push as hard as you can. And then you can do a whole lot more if you're doing it correctly.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like technique almost allows you to defy physics and defy gravity, right? Defy the limits of, of your body, because you have the technique of how to use all of that to your advantage and sort of collect it all in a way that it wouldn't do
1: it naturally right like you can you can force yourself to like you can push yourself into paternal you can force yourself up on onto releve um but if you do it if you're like if you're balanced correctly and you're on the right toes it's it's so much it's that much easier and you can get that much higher or lift that much more and so that's that's the parallel that i see between something like olympic lifting and ballet even though the the main differences in ballet, you're like, Oh no, that was easy. See, I know like everyone knows how hard it was, but I made it look so easy. With powerlifting, you're like, oh that was so hard. You need to see how hard it was. You need to see the vein popping out of
0: my head something, or else we're gonna keep making it heavier because yeah. I can't tell what it, you're doing.
1: Yeah, they don't wanna see your teeth, they wanna see oh. veins popping oh. out.
0: Of
1: I'm <laughs> like, Do you know how bad that looks? I don't want that.
0: <laughs> 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 so we, we couldn't do powerlifting in front of the mirror because then if i if my face got too intense, I'd be like, whoa that looks really scary. That's too much. So we have to like face away
1: from the mirror in order for my mind not to get freaked out by it. Well, um, uh, so sometimes like when, once I broke the habit of like putting my head down and I would like look up into the corner. Cause like when I would powerlift you look up into the corner and that helps you keep your back in proper position. So like now when I'm like up in Susu, I'm like looking up here. And it's like, no, 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 you're seeing zombies out there, like, look straight ahead. And I'm like, well, that's like, that's where you look for powerlifting so that you don't like arch your back or, you know, that your, your neck is straight and your chest is out. And so I'm like, okay, let me look up there. If I can't look down at my feet, I'm going to look up there.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's a very different feeling from lifting your chin to lifting under yeah. your ears. Yeah. It's like lifting the back of your spine
1: versus like lifting up here. Right. And, uh, but then also when you do this, you can see the veins better. So that's another <laughs> see pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> so, so.
0: <Arr! laughs> and that's why we do the head motion.
1: <laughs> right. And you're like, calm right back. And it's like, boom, boom, boom. right.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, you've only been taking ballet for you. Case you started with me Christmas week. So that means it's been yeah.
1: four months. no. December, middle day, of three, December, February, March. So three months, three months. Yeah. And I already have tendinitis in my knees. <laughs> Welcome <the> to ballet. <laughs> right.
0: If you don't have some kind of tendinitis, you're not doing it right. Right. Um, so, okay. So you've been doing it for three months. You're already extremely philosophical about the whole thing and already mm-hmm. like sort of get the name of this game. What, what do you foresee as like your biggest challenge into your into your next goals in ballet? Do you have a sense yet or are you still kind of feeling
1: out the lay of the land? Um, like on a microscopic level, I'm really working on um, the dexterity and the flexibility of when I'm like doing like, this is the floor. I still feel like, you know, when I'm doing a tendu, it's like this and I need it. I want it to be like this Mm -hmm. and it's just not there yet. So I'm doing like the pulling with the rubber band and rolling my feet out and um, really trying to, really, uh, lead with my ankles. Now that I feel more comfortable last, last month, my thing was like really getting up on the standing leg because my knees hyperextend and I'm like, I, I'm like, I can't close to the back. And now I can close to the back. I didn't think I was ever gonna be able to do it. I can close to the back now. And, um, but now it's like, I'm trying to really, really never, ever sickle and then like really get that that ankle forward and those toes under which is hard for me I've had um, back injuries where I've had um, nerve damage and so like my big toes I can't curl them voluntarily very well um, the The musculature is there but I've had uh, neuropathy so I'm really like little by little I'm trying to strengthen that so that I can really pull my toes under while my while my foot's extended mm-hmm Fascinating. So can you, can you feel your toes? Yes. Now it was, it's better. Like for a couple of years, I couldn't feel, um, on my left foot, I couldn't feel my big toe and on my right leg, I couldn't feel like my anterior tibialis, like that whole, um, that whole distal side of my right shin. Wow. That's intense. Well, I blew out three discs powerlifting. So that's a lot of discs yeah it was like um it was like s1 l3 and l4 just garbage i had three herniated discs wow did they put them back no they eventually like the um the little bubble pops out like you've got your your vertebrae right here and and it's like this little piece of bubble gum in between and it like it it bubbles out and eventually it breaks and your body and it, it dissolves in your body and you produce more sometimes you produce a little bit more disc sometimes it's just it's just like a like like pop paper the big bubble wrap stuff it's like it's like this thing in between this disc in between your vertebrae and then like it like when you squeeze a balloon and it like comes out that's a herniated disc and then it just pops off and dissolves in your body or and then when, because your spine is like going like this on your nerves, and you get like either searing pain or uh, numbness.
0: Both well, all of that sounds unpleasant.
1: Yeah, back injuries super duper suck. Like yeah,
0: I yeah. Yes. I had one as well. Not as bad as that, but it was it was pretty rough. Like uh, not really able to sit for like um like maybe a year.
1: Yeah, I didn't sleep for two years. Yeah. And like, I would go to the chiropractor and be in like heavy duty traction. And that was the only time I felt relief Mm. and I would fall asleep for like 15 minutes into like REM sleep. And then, um, you know, eventually it was so bad I had to get cortisone shots and, um, cortisone epidurals that those are interesting.
0: Oof! Ouch.
1: Yeah. So it took like two years and it eventually got better. And then I did a lot, I went to PT and did a lot of core work. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but in the meantime, I like, blew up to like 300 pounds because you can't move. I couldn't do anything right and then I started playing football and then I lost like 100 pounds went back to rugby and now I'm retired from both
0: so okay so your your way of recovering from three herniated discs was going to football and rugby
1: no I played rugby I took a break oh okay um because I, you know, whatever, but I played football for like a year, and then, I'm, then I lost like 70 pounds. I'm like, oh, I can go play rugby again, but back's all better, and I uh, went back to rugby and had a ball, and I uh, had t- taken a couple of years off, and then I played football for like five years in a row, and then I was like, all right, this is stupid. I'm done with football. It, my favorite part of football was never playing football it was conditioning and putting on all the gear like the toys were the funnest part like I could give a crap about playing football and like <laughs> whatever
0: <laughs> it's all about the outfit you know right
1: it's like it's like oh, I put on my point shoes and my tutu okay I'm going home now <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> I don't <laughs> I need to do anything <laughs> Do we great. have a picture Do we have a selfie okay good I'm good <laughs> yeah sometimes sometimes that's like half the fun <laughs> Yeah, it was the toys, and it was like, oh, yeah, then I get you get, like, the neoprene shit, um, arm guards, and, you know, all the little headbands, and, yeah, and then I was just like, I don't really like playing football, I just like training for football.
0: Well, you did have some awesome gear the other day in class, you had the, like, headband, and the wristbands, and you were, like, all ready for that one conditioning workout.
1: Yeah, I've got my leg warmers on right now, as we speak. You're like made for ballet. Right. (laughs) I need more leg warmers because these like are getting stretched out.
0: Oh yeah. Everyone needs more leg warmers. There's never enough. For sure. Yeah. I don't know how many (laughs) bears I have. (laughs) Way too many.
1: Yeah. Okay. So did I answer the question or did I just go off on some tangent?
0: I don't remember what the question was. So I think you answered it. Fair enough. (laughs) um I think we were talking about your challenges so that was good
1: yeah like yeah the foot thing I like that's kind of what I'm working on now because like the like the first month it was like okay get the chin back and get everything up okay now close the ribs but get the shoulder back and and now I'm like really doing well like really pushing up on my standing leg and then using the floor like that's the greatest trick ever and but now I want to like really get my toes to be under so you get that that shape, yeah, right. Yeah, which I can't do, but I'm am working on it. Banana foot, yeah, banana foot. And uh, I mean, I have I have I don't have flat feet. I've got kind of high arches, but I just don't have the flexibility. And also, they um, I'm working on stripping out my uh, like my vernaculum because in powerlifting and football and rugby, you're like this all the time. So this is wow. always it's always like flexed. It's never, it's kind of like, you're, you're so acid, you're sitting all day, it's always flex. And so like, I need to stretch that out so I can get my ankle forward and then strengthening the top of my foot.
0: Yeah. Um, two more questions for you. One, you have a super positive mindset in terms of like working really hard and not, not, at least it sounds like from, from where I'm, what I'm hearing that you are very ready to work really hard, but you don't necessarily beat yourself up along the way, which is uncommon amongst dancers. How, how did you, what, how'd you get here?
1: Um, uh, basically, I've been a fat kid my whole life. And so like, I'm too old for that crap. And it's just like, yeah, all right. Yeah, everyone here is skinny, and I'm kind of whatever. But like, I'm not going to beat myself up for, you know, being chubby, or, you know, having big muscles and or having short hair or being different than a ballerina. You know, I don't care. Like, I like it. It's fun. I like every aspect of it because it's I like the physicality, the concentration, the um, the difficulty, and the continuous improvement. Um. And yeah, like yeah, I don't care how I look in a leotard. I'm never gonna wear one. <laughs> like, I'll wear sweatpants. And um, you know, like it it doesn't matter to me. And so I'm I'm not like oh my god, I don't, I don't look like her, I don't look like her, because I've, I've never been like that. I've never been um, competitive in that. It's more about myself, like, can, can I do it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, can I get better at it if I if I'm persistent? You know, and then also there's the whole, like, okay, yeah, maybe this one, like, looks like super cute and just had like has this ballerina body but like i can hold my susu and she cannot <laughs> like whatever like i don't really care you know but like when i see but i'm also like when i see people doing really well like i i happened into a um a point class that chrissy was teaching and uh she had a beginner point student in there and i just sat there and just watched and i was like so excited for her because she was, she was doing it. She's like, yeah, this is my third time in my point shoes and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, that just look, looks so amazing. So I'm more of a supportive, like I don't, I don't get like jealous, you know, cause I'm just, I'm just in this for myself. So if like someone else is like, wow, they got really high on that jump or like, that was like, they nailed that one move perfectly. I like, I'm just as excited for them as I will be for myself when I nail it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. It's it's very much an individual sport in that regard where you can, you, it's always you versus you, right? It's always, can I hold my susu longer than yesterday? Can I do, can I p- point my foot more than yesterday? You know, that kind of a thing, which does right. not include if you hold your susu longer, it doesn't preclude someone else from holding their susu longer. It's not like one yeah. has to win, one has to lose
1: in order for this to work out. Right, I mean, if it's like a deadlift and like, I, like, I deadlift, like, 280, and then, like, some girl comes next to me and deadlifts 285. I'm like, son of a bitch, I was already blown, like, I guess I could do one more, <laughs> but, like, with this, it's, like, I'm so new at it, um, I'm just, like, you know, I'm just, I'm just, it's me versus me, exactly. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Um, Last question, um, why
1: do you like our studio? Because, um... Cause it's for grownups. Um, I've done like, I've done martial arts. I've done Krav Maka. I've done karate. I've done, um, all kinds of like velocity that, which was kind of like CrossFit, but was, it was specifically sports oriented. So it was like, and there'd be like kids there and I'm like, ah, like, I don't, I don't dislike children. I just don't want to have to watch what I say and I don't want to have to like put on a mask and be like, Oh, I have to be different because there's kids here. So, um, and then it, it, it tends to become kid focused. It's like, okay, all the little ballerinas are all the little kids and they're karate geese. It's like, no, I like, I want this to be for me where it's like, I'm the most important person in the class. And then the two other people, I like that it's small. I like that. There's never you know, I like that the the max in a class is four, but hardly ever four pe- do four people ever show up. It's, you know, sometimes you luck out and it's just you and the, the teacher. And it's like, all right, private lesson, great. <laughs> I'm not gonna complain about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like then it's then it's harder because it's not like okay, well you get a rest while they help. Correct the other person. It's just like, nope, it's just me. Okay, I got to do it again. Okay, I got to do it again. Okay, I, my my toe still isn't my leg still isn't straight enough, and you know, <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool, I might die. Excellent. That's the goal. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, I'm like, and I'm like super stoked about it because I don't know, I've played team sports my whole life, so yeah, there's still that aspect of like, come on, let's go, pump everyone up, let's be aggressive, yeah and it's like but it's ballet so it's kind of weird right um, well like i'm not the know. only one right you know, yeah there's yeah. ronnie <laughs> right.
0: we have our aggressive ones um yeah it's funny because it's aggressive it's aggra- definitely aggressive but we're like cool about it on our face right like it's yeah
1: like mean girls aggressive like. <laughs> right. but i'm like i'm like high-fiving bros aggressive i'm like come on do it again more (laughs) and the teacher's like do it again that wasn't good enough (laughs) and I'm like okay okay (laughs) um like when you're like well how do you feel about that how do you all feel if you want to do this again I'm like yes I want to do it again like I'm I'm like I come from the like that wasn't right go take a lap and then do it again that wasn't right okay take a lap okay 20 push-ups all right do it again (laughs) that's that was crap do it again okay (laughs) yeah very different world yeah, very different world.
0: That's all for this episode, dancers. Thanks for listening. For more adult ballet, follow me on Instagram at Julie the Ballerina, our studio at British Ballet, or check out our blog and YouTube channels for even more content. You can now also dance with us online. To have your story featured on our podcast, email us at hello at brocheballet.com. Today's show was produced by Jackie Dolman and the YouTube version by Shanoa Rangel. I'm Julie Gill, and this was Broche Banter. Happy dancing!